Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello. Welcome to Jules Says. I'm Jules, Julie. All perspectives and opinions in Jules Says are mine. And you are free to disagree. Of course you are. I went out dancing this past weekend. It isn't something I would normally do. You know, going out dancing is a completely different thing from taking a dance class. But a friend of mine came to visit for one evening only. She drove from out of town, got stuck in traffic. Of course, on the way into Toronto, it's brutal. So her trip here was, it took her more than four hours. And then we went out and she drove home again that night. Not safe. I tried to talk her into bringing her dog and staying the night, but she preferred to go home. And I get it. I like to sleep in my own bed whenever possible, too. But doing that just isn't safe. Driving while tired is apparently pretty much as dangerous as driving under the influence. And I should know, because I have driven in a state of such extreme exhaustion that I had to keep dipping my fingers in in a bottle of water to dampen my eyes to keep them open, which is stupid. It's insane. And it's not just stupid because it ruined my eye makeup. I was such an idiot at times when I was young. So if you're young, please forgive yourself because we've all been there. Just try and be safe. I will say podcasts keep me much more awake than music for a long drive, especially if the topic interests me, because a discussion keeps your mind engaged. Music only keeps me awake if I'm singing along. And back in the olden days, we didn't have podcasts. We only had the radio, and I think I had a car with an 8-track tape deck. If you don't know what an 8-track is, it's a tape player for these large, old-timey 8-track tape cartridges. They were pretty big, and you stuck them into the player just like you would one of those old video game cartridges. What am I saying? If you're too young to know what an 8-track is, you might not even know what a video game cartridge is. Oh, no, no. 8-tracks were, I think they were obsolete long before video games had been invented, I'm sure. But anyway, the point is, if you're that tired, pull over, lock your car, and don't drive if you're that tired. Just don't. My friend told me she had to call her son and keep him on the phone to keep her awake on the way home. Damn. Now, this friend doesn't visit often. But it was just one of those 
spontaneous things. I happen to be available. I usually do book myself up weeks in advance, but I was available. The weather was good. So she jumped in the car and made the little trip. And we decided we would go out for dinner, but she has a lot of dietary restrictions. So I hadn't made a reservation. I just thought it would be better for her to take a look around the area and decide. But uh uh-oh, she couldn't find her lipstick. Let's just go to shops and get some then, I suggested. Shops, meaning Shoppers Drug Mart, is a Canadian pharmacy chain that carries a lot of other products, including makeup. And there's one right around the corner from us. So off we went. Now, I feel very safe and very secure in my neighborhood. Yes, there is a men's shelter nearby. Yes, there are unhoused people asking for money. Yes, there are a couple of very divey bars. But I think, anecdotally at least, that the men's shelter has improved the security of the neighborhood because they have somewhere to sleep, shower, and maybe get some help. Do they avail themselves of all the help they can get? Maybe not. But if you're helping some people, you're making the world a better place. And I try to make sure I have a few $5 bills in my pocket for people who are just asking for money along the street. And if I don't, I look them in the eye and apologize for not having any cash. Sometimes they ask if you can buy them food. And if I have time and I can, I do. And I do think human beings appreciate being treated with respect, even if they're on the streets and begging for money or food. And I'll tell you, I have only had a handful of minor issues from an unhoused person, a man, well, men. And although those moments are jarring, I will say, anecdotally, at least for me, those moments have been rare. And the patrons of the dive bars just keep to themselves. They're just out living their lives, enjoying each other's company, and enjoying the cheap cash-only drinks. I've never had an issue with them. Plus, I have the advantage of age. It's true that I lament becoming invisible at times, but the silver lining is the attention and the catcalling just stops. And I like that. However, women do understand that we have to be aware of our surroundings at all times. If someone is violently yelling or seems unpredictable, give them a wide berth. Stick to busy, well-lit areas at night. Don't walk down the laneways. Walk quickly with confidence. If someone looks at you, make eye contact. Always project purpose and confidence while keeping an eye on who's nearby. And you kind of do have to sort of anticipate what they might do sometimes. So when my friend and I went to shops, I was certainly aware of a dodgy-looking man who followed us into the store. He kept his distance, but still... I was aware of how out of place he looked as he leaned on the high-end cosmetics counter, set his can of something he was drinking on the counter, and tried to look nonchalant. My friend didn't find what she was looking for, so we left. And I instinctively walked very quickly, but she turned around and looked behind us. That guy was staring at us. He was following us, Jules, she said. Yeah, I saw him. Don't worry. It's very safe here. It's very busy. Look at this traffic, lights, people everywhere. That's not going to protect us, Jules. Someone like that doesn't care how busy it is. She fully turned around several times to look back at him. I just made eye contact with him. He knows I'm watching him. Oh, did you see that guy? He just said something to that other guy. That guy must be his accomplice. I hope they're not going to rob us. Yeah, fine. We're safe. 
We're safe. Just keep walking and ignore them. We headed to the restaurant and had dinner. The little place was jam-packed, and we hadn't made a reservation, so they sat us at the bar, which I actually like. I like sitting at a bar. Maybe it's genetic. So we enjoyed a nice meal, a bottle of wine, and not long, well, I enjoyed most of the bottle of wine. She was driving. She had one glass. But not long before we left, my friend went to use the ladies' room. And while I was sitting there, I just kind of took a perfunctory look around. I noticed a pretty young woman, maybe in her 30s, sitting one empty bar stool away from me. She smiled, and I smiled back. The young woman's male companion returned, my friend returned, and we got up to leave. And as we walked past, the young woman leaned over, touched my arm. Actually, she kind of almost uh, clutched my arm, upper arm. She smiled broadly and said, Bye. I just smiled back and said, Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Why did I say thank you? She wasn't the staff. I guess because I didn't expect a patron to bid me adieu. And it was automatic. And as I walked out the door, my first thought was, Am I supposed to know her? Do I know her? Have I met her? Is she one of the girl's friends who I didn't recognize? And I felt badly that she recognized me and I didn't recognize her. And it just didn't occur to me that she would be so friendly for any other reason. She really was looking directly at me and being very friendly. But as we got to the door, my friend said, Jules, did you see that girl? She was staring at you for the longest time. She was listening to our whole conversation. She was really into you. Did you see how she grabbed your arm as we left? She couldn't stop staring at you. I told her that I assumed she must have recognized me from one of the girls and that I felt a little bit foolish that I didn't recognize her. Maybe I was supposed to know her. And my friend says, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. She was really staring at you and hanging on every word of our conversation. Maybe she's a lesbian. She was with a guy. Okay, then, maybe she's bi or something. Oh, come on. Even if she were bisexual, she's not going to be into a 64-year-old woman, for God's sake. I'm sure she recognized me or thought she recognized me from one of the girls or something. People used to sometimes think I looked like someone else. I think I have one of those looks that's pretty common. Because I have had people say, oh, are you so-and-so? One time someone came up to me and said, oh, I saw you in a wet t-shirt contest. No, you didn't. Anyway. But it struck me as odd that my friend was reading so much into a very minor situation that I dismissed as nothing. Was I naive? Or was she being a little paranoid? I don't know. We headed to the dance party. It was at this little bar down the street from me that has DJs and dancing in the back room. And I'd been there before. Years ago, Abe and I went there with another couple when we were doing a local pub crawl and had no idea that the back room had a DJ and dancing. And Abe only dances if he's had a few drinks. And Funkel Abe was on that night many, many moons ago. So we just squeezed in and danced away. It was so much fun. But then, to my surprise and delight, who should we see but my friend Sprinkles? Ah, what are you doing here? He was there with some friends or something. I don't exactly remember the details, but it was fun to run into him there. And sometimes those spontaneous nights are the best. Toronto may be a big city, but it's also such a small world. And this bar has different DJs on different nights. Sometimes it's 80s night or 90s night. 
but the night my friend and I went was disco night. We got there as soon as it opened at 10 p.m., right around my bedtime, when I tried to persuade her to stay the night. One of her reasons for not being able to stay over was because you can only park on my street until midnight. We have a paid parking lot around the corner. You can park there if you stay overnight. Oh, she said, so if I park there, I can leave at about 2 a.m. Haha, <laughs> no, you either stay or you leave by midnight because I'm not going to last until 2 a.m. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So we got to the disco party maybe five after ten. There were maybe four people ahead of us. And the DJ started right on time, which was nice. We got a little table at the end of this bench seat that ran the length of the wall. I got a vodka soda for me. I wasn't driving. And a water for my friend. And we had the dance floor to ourselves. The other people weren't dancing to begin with. And of course, I danced like a slut, as I always do if the music tells me to. And it didn't take long for the place to fill up with more dancers. At one point, though, I noticed a man sitting on the bench right at our table, which was fine, but I noticed because, again, you always have to be somewhat aware of your surroundings. And this this room didn't have a lot of seating in it, so of course people would sometimes sit on the bench to take a break. My friend and I then sat for a minute. I had already finished my drink, but I picked it up to have a bit of ice out of the glass. Jules, don't drink that. Didn't you see that man sitting right at our table? Yeah, I saw him, but he was just on his phone. I was kind of watching what he was doing, now that she mentioned it. He could have put something in your drink. I mean, she wasn't wrong. I know people do that. But I had actually been watching him from the dance floor, and he seemed to be just taking a break and looking at his phone. Again, though, am I naive? But on the other hand, why would he drug me of all the fine young ladies in this place that he could choose, he's going to drug his mom? It doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, we kept dancing. And at one point, I noticed a young man who kept smiling and dancing in front of me. I kept turning away, you know, just doing my thing, minding my business, not giving him any vibes, sitting down for the occasional break. And I thought to myself, what the fuck? How dark is this place? We weren't even dressed up. We were wearing jeans and sweaters. I had on a loose cable knit beige pullover. Surely this this is a figment of my imagination. But also, I'm not a complete idiot. I know that vibe. 
And then I had a thought, maybe these young men think we're rich cougars who can show them a good time. Ah, my friend's hands were dripping with diamonds. I was wearing my beautiful solitaire from Abe on my left ring finger. And we weren't dressed or acting like we were looking for something. Who knows what they thought? You can't read someone else's mind. So I shrugged it off. And I didn't worry about it because you know how to handle these things. You just walk away. 99% of the time, that's all you need to do. My friend positioned herself at the corner of the dance floor near the DJ and kind of between the DJ and our little table. And she kept dancing. And I sat down again and she joined me. But you know what? I was a bit disappointed with the music. I mean, come on, it's a disco party. Where were the Bee Gees? Where's Donna Summer? How can you do a disco dance party and not have that? I don't even I don't even recognize what this guy was playing. I mean, it was a disco beat, but that was the only thing I pretty much recognized. So my friend asked one of the staff who walked by if the DJ took requests. Oh, not usually, but you can try. Okay. I've never been a DJ, and I'm sure they They have everything they're going to play planned and queued up because one song morphs into the next song. It's relentless. But come on, how can you have a disco party without any Bee Gees or Donna Summer? So my friend asked him to please play something from the Bee Gees or Donna Summer. And she says he played Donna Summer, but I swear I heard Donna Summer, but a cover song by some guy, not the real deal. But anyway, I could be wrong. It didn't stop me from dancing. And as I was dancing around, there was this other guy kind of beside me, not the smiler, although he did keep popping into my line of view. This other guy was just dancing, seemingly minding his own business, totally non-threatening and young, like maybe in his 30s. But I couldn't help but notice that he was wearing a T-shirt with Kiss Crew emblazoned on the back. As in the band, Kiss, you know, Gene Simmons. Oh, I know a thing or two about her. You know, I want to rock and roll all night. Detroit Rock City, basically the icon of the 70s disco sucks movement. So I says to the guy, I'm kind of surprised to see someone wearing a Kiss Crew t-shirt dancing to disco. I love disco, he says to me. I was a member of the Kiss crew when they were on tour. Okay, well, I guess you never know. Now, at this point, I'm done with the exchange. But then he says, they're on tour now. Are they? I had no idea. And I don't think they are. I haven't Googled to check, but who knows? If they weren't, if they weren't on tour, why would he even say that? I haven't checked. But by now, I'm keeping track of the time because I know my friend has to get to her car and head out by midnight in order to avoid the $150 parking ticket, not to mention to also avoid dying in a horrific car accident because she fell asleep at the wheel. I suggested to her that maybe it was time to leave. We quickly grabbed our coats, and off we scooted through the bar and out the front door. And I walk quickly. She, of course, keeps checking behind us. As we're walking down the street, I hear someone call out, Hey! But I don't turn around. I trust it's not meant for me, and even if it is, it's not anyone I care to respond to. But she turned around and said, Oh my God, no, it's that Kiss Crew guy. Just keep walking, I said. We're safe here. I walk here at night all the time. Keep walking. And every time you turn around, it does slow you down. So don't. Just keep going. And the whole way home, 
she was telling me how aware she is of everyone who's around her, what they look like, what they say, what they do, and she remembers all of it. Kiss Crew apparently was friends with the Smiler. They were interested in us, she insisted. They kept staring at us. They were together. Didn't you see I went to the corner so I could keep an eye on things? They were trying to get our attention, Jules. Kiss Crew even went outside to call out to us. I don't care, Jules, she said. I know I can get in my car and drive away, but if they follow you, they'll know where you live. They're not following us. It's fine. It's busy here. It's well lit. We could duck into any number of bars and restaurants along the way if we have to. And the thing is, sure, maybe the guy just popped out and thought he'd call and see if we turned around. But only a psycho would keep following you. And I'm not saying that's not a possibility. But most normal people go, oh, okay, to hell with them. I'm going back in. It's not like, I mean, most normal people are not going to pursue something that's just very unlikely to happen. But she kept looking back. We got to her car. It was only a few minutes to get to her car. I bid her farewell, and I went up to bed. It was about midnight when I went up. Not late by most people's standards, though late for me. The next morning, though, I reflected on the evening. Because in my mind, it was a prime example of how the same situation can look so different to two people, even when they experience it at the same time, together. Perspective is everything. If someone doesn't see something the way you see it, it doesn't mean they're wrong. It just means that we all have different lived experience and we all perceive things differently. It doesn't mean they're wrong or that they're lying about it or that they misremembered it. Perspective influences how we perceive all of our experiences. In this case, I felt perfectly safe, although I will say that one reason I enjoy dancing at a gay bar is the guarantee that no one is interested. I did think age would give me that, uh, that insurance, but apparently not quite. Maybe these guys thought we were rich cash cows. So although it was annoying, in no way did I feel threatened. But my friend clearly felt the need for hypervigilance. Why is that? Is it because I'm familiar with my neighborhood and she's not? It's foreign to her? Because she lives in a small town. That could be it, but I do think there's a lot more to it than that. Her lived experiences are very, very different from mine. One of the profound differences is she was sexually assaulted when she was a little girl, and I don't know for how long it went on, but she was a very small child when it started. And that never happened to me. I mean, I've been groped, as I'm sure all women have been, but not until I was a teen. And back then, we took it for granted to expect that from men. I'm not saying that made it okay or makes it okay, but it was certainly nowhere near the horror that she lived through as a four-year-old. And of course, that kind of trauma sets the stage for mistrust, for hypervigilance. She said herself that one thing she's grateful for is that being assaulted taught her to notice and remember details. And I think that's sad. It obviously is one of the things that informs her perspective every day of her life. She went on to marry a man who, from what I understand, completely disrespects her. 
He's a serial cheater. He destroys her belongings. He's even cut her hair in her sleep. And then he denies all of it and insists that she's crazy. Now, I can't possibly imagine what that would do to your sense of security. I've never lived with anything like that. And and I can't imagine what living with that for decades would do to your psyche, to your sense of self, your sense of personal security. And it really made me appreciate how lucky I am to have lived a life of safety. Sure, I lack confidence in a lot of ways, and I take normal safety precautions when I'm out. I don't use laneways after dark. I stick to well-lit, busy streets. If there are cars parked on one side of the street, I make a point of walking on the other. If I'm carrying a purse, I hug it tightly at my side, under my arm. I keep it on my lap if I'm sitting. I definitely wouldn't open my purse or wallet in public on the street. I make sure I wear shoes that I can run in if I'm not with Abe. I'm very aware of my surroundings, including people and what they're doing. And you're subconsciously anticipating what they might do all the time, even if you're not overtly aware of it. But I'm not hyper-aware like my friend is. And I don't read malevolent intent where she does. So maybe I am naive. I know I'm definitely lucky because I would not want to have lived through some of the things she has lived through. And even your quality of life, if and when that kind of trauma ends, just living with that level of vigilance would be exhausting. And how do you ever get away from that once you've lived in a chronic, sustained state of fear and mistrust. I don't know. The next day, she let me know that she had gotten home safely and that she really enjoyed her little dance night out. I had fun, too. But next time, I hope she brings the dog and stays over. And next time, I will not be going to any disco party where the DJ doesn't play Bee Gees or Donna Summer. Maybe we will just go to the gay bar next time. Thank you for listening. If you have anything you'd like to share, you can email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. I appreciate hearing from you, and I would appreciate it if you shared this podcast with some of your friends. Jewel Says is written, recorded, and produced by me, Julie McCarthy. Please have a safe week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.